This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Learn more at vanguardworld.us. Hello and welcome to the bowhunterplanet.com podcast. It's myself, Dave Thomas, Jamie Noboom, and Kevin Conlon. And we're here with our good friend, Jeff Lindsay from the Lindsay Way. Jeff, how are you? Doing great, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Hey, man. Thanks for coming on the show again. It's been a while, but uh, we wanted to check in with you because we know how these seasons go. You start off, you know, telling us what you're going to do, and now we want to hear the results. Yeah, now the dust is starting to settle. We're still, you know, we're a little over the halfway point, but, you know, it kind of is what it is. The rut, I don't want to say the rut's behind us, but it's, most of it's behind us. So the, it's about to be evening hunts over food. That's what it's evolving to. Yeah. Uh-huh. I always kind of say November 15th is about the halfway point in the season for us, and, and we do a lot less hunting the last half, but it's, it's colder. It's a little more relaxed, though, and we probably have a little more fun. So what, what so far this year? What's been like your favorite state to hunt, and like what what kind of deer have you seen? Well, I'll I'll be honest with you. I had a big buck that I was after all year in Iowa, and he's a seven and a half year old. He took a big jump from last year to this year. I tried to kill him last year. He was probably a you know a mid sixties ten pointer, and this year he put on a lot of trash. And he started. He's a lot more visible in the summertime. His home range was expanding, and and I thought I'd kill him. I, I'm not gonna lie. I've had him on camera twice or three times in daylight. The rest of the time, I've never seen him with my eyes in the last two years. And he has flat kicked my butt all year. I'm not scared to tell it. And uh, that's the way it is. So I'm not going to say Iowa's been my favorite state to hunt. I hunted Illinois, had some good hunts in Illinois end of October, and then ended up killing a buck Friday um, at the first gun season. And it'll probably be the biggest deer I kill this year. So uh, it's been, we've killed some deer. You know, but compared to what we usually do, it, it's a little bit of a struggle this year. But hey, that's that's a good thing, you that's know, hard. because it'll <laughs> yeah. keep you humble. Yeah, keep speaking 
Speaking of that, we're watching one of your videos on here, and the bucks are obviously amazing. Um, but you, I see you guys throw a ground blind up at some point. Do you, do you guys ever, do you guys generally just throw up blinds anywhere and, and work off that, or is it somewhere where you tuck in that blind early on in the year and leave it there? It depends on the state. You know, I grew up hunting in Georgia, and if you want to hunt out of a ground blind in Georgia, you want to hunt it tomorrow, well, you better put it out a year ago because <laughs> they are not going to get used to it. But Iowa, you know, usually you, if you're brushing in it on the edge of a, you know, a fresh picked cornfield or, or kind of in the edge of a cedar, you can get away with it. It takes them two or three days to get used to it. Now, Kansas, southwest Kansas, where my farm is, man, you throw that thing up in the middle of the field and they're right next to it tomorrow. It's more like, yeah. you know, turkey out of them. So it just depends on where wow. it is. But but uh, ground blinds, I mean, I like them. I, I, for one, um, yeah, you know, you can get a little lazy, move in there, play on your phone, you know, run two camera angles, all that stuff. But that, that you know, eye-level footage of mature whitetails, it, I just love looking at it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. So that's something that always – if we got a chance to hunt in a ground blind, we, we do it. Um, I, I don't – I like bow hunting out of ground blinds. I, it feels like it handcuffs me a little bit. I, I hate yeah. bow hunting out of ox blinds. Yeah. Um, you know, elevated box blinds. But if it's on a ground blind and it's over food, I'm fine with it. But if I'm just hunting, you know, travel corridors or, or, or something like that, I'd rather be in a tree, you know, 20, 25 foot up. Yeah. You can see more too, you know. It's one of those things I think sometimes you can, you know, the one thing I was going to say is one of the biggest things that happened to me this year with ground blinds is, is uh, Jamie here put in two ground blinds this year uh, on our hunting lease and I'm telling you, I was I couldn't believe that how effective um, the way you did them were. I mean, he tucked them in so nice that when the deer actually see the ground blind, they're already past the point no return. There's if they're walking, say you're walking down an edge, and then all of a sudden you know you look over the ground blind, be right there. There's no like they can't see it coming because the, the way they come where you chose to put them, there's like big trees that come across, so you can see as a hunter, you can look through the tree branches and see something coming, but they can't see you. It's like having that 3D effect. Um, right. What, I mean, what ground blinds are you using? Oh, we uh, have Mare different Steps kinds. Right Maristep yeah. and um, no, that's it, right? Two yeah. Maristeps. Yeah. yeah, we have the Zenix blind too, which yeah. we've been very happy with when we do use it. But we don't leave it out because we like it a lot, yeah. <laughs> and we don't want it to get ruined. <laughs> Man, so, I'm terrible about that. We're, my cameraman blind. We got a double bull. We're not sponsored by Primos or anything, but he's got a double bull. We killed a ton of deer out of this blind, and we've used it three years. It still looks like new. But since it's not mine, it's his, we always make a concerted effort to get it up after we hunt. You know, mine, I'm leaving it out all fall. Yeah. So one of our guys had a uh, Cabela's one, and that was Oh, amazing. yeah, man. Brand new Cabela's launch one. It's got, got like five guys in there. <clears throat> it's like a hexagon, but really? all I windows, mesh that. windows that go from ground up. Yeah. And you got to shoot through the mesh, so you need really a fixed blade broadhead. But it, oh, it, yeah. it is awesome. Like, you, can, they, the you can't up, see in it. Wow. You can't see in it, and you can see out. That's wow. It's amazing. That sounds cool. But, uh, yeah, we like the, the Primos or the Double Bull for filming just because you get a, a large yeah. field of view. But I wish it had a few more stubble straps. You know, when you talk about starting to, you know, yeah. really blend them in, you need a few yeah. more stubble straps. That's to make what's it good easier. about Amara stuff. There's stuff ever. I was putting everything in those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you talked to him so good, man. Both, both stands were so effective. I mean, honestly, I felt like... Um, the one I shot a doe out of, there's no kids problem. Took two deer out the of kids took two deer out of these ground blinds. I mean, it was oh, they were, wow. it was unbelievable. The one was like, you know, you only get certain zones you can shoot. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But uh -huh. the one, the deer, the deer, it was a doe, and it came out and it started eating the corn we put down, and it was like right in my window. I mean, literally the long window, it's right there. And like the, I, I was already set. Like I had, I had, a, we were shooting a X caliber crossbow for this hunt, and I had it like I was already like halfway there. I was looking at my phone. I look up. There's a doe. 
I leaned forward, smoked it, and that was it. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. First year I've ever killed out of a ground blind, to be honest. And I, I couldn't believe how easy. But the way he set it up, that deer walked in. It's pay, its first attention is right to the field. Like, is there anything in the field? And if not, it goes, then checks the field, walks to the corn, starts eating with its side right to me. Like, the way yeah. you set up, you, I can't even see it yeah, as a person coming up. A you don't see it. So, hey, up top. Yeah, that's how it's done. I, gonna, I thought she was going to say, but had them blended in so well that you couldn't even find it. <laughs> that, for two hours. That, that would be Brian. Brian walks around oh. for hours trying to find spots. No. Um, so, um, so I guess, when will this show air then? It airs next year then, what you're filming right now? Yes, yes. The beginning of third quarter of next year. And, you know, the, we are on third and fourth quarter right now on Sportsman's Channel, fourth quarter. You know, it's about over, and our DVDs will, for second season, um, we're about to, you know, put them on our website, start selling those or whatever. So, but really, um, it don't start on my outdoor TV until like a year later. So it's a, it's all a little delayed in this industry. But yeah. this what we're filming now will will start. I guess it'd be, you know, the last Sunday in July or something like that. And or so last Sunday in June, I should say. The website for those listings the thelindsayway.com. And uh, on here, you have tons of great stuff. Great imagery, too. Are you guys doing this stuff yourself? I know you have a partnership with Heartland Hunter of some sort. But is this, um, is this are they doing this stuff, or are you guys provide it and they uh, edit we're, the we're, footage? We're or? doing that. Yeah, we're doing all, most all. Well, we're doing all of it. They just do the editing. Uh, we, we got two full-time. I say two full-time camera guys. They do camera stuff as much as, you know, farm work, helping out, whatever. But, uh, you know, they they travel around with us when they go, and, you know, and so we do it all ourselves. You know, and then once we get a final product at the end of the year, we'll we'll lay out the 13 episodes. You know, rough them down from. You know, we'll just have gosh, 10, 20 hours of footage per episode. Derek, my camera guy, roughs them down into about three hours, and then those guys got to rough them down to 23 minutes. So it's uh, wow. it's quite the pulling process. What kind of uh, cameras do they use? We use Sony FS7s, and uh, my dad has a Sony FS5. And then we use, uh, as far as our second and third angles, we use the Sony's the A7R2s. We use cool. Canon 5Ds. So we got a we got a mixed bag. Yeah, that's but fun. But we're all about Canon glass. You know, we use yeah. Canon lenses, interchangeable lenses, and that's kind of what gives us that crisp, sharp look yeah. that we really we're kind of sticklers for. Yeah, and you know, I say this about Sony. I love Sony. The FS7, FS5 are great cameras for battery life, but the A7S2 can eat it. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the batteries are horrible on those things. I can't believe it. Like, and, and we we have we've used those Sony's uh, all different ones: the A sixty three hundred, sixty five hundred, the A seven S two, A seven R two. And I swear those batteries are the weakest battery I've ever seen in my life. Now the FS five, totally different story. That's like a legit. Yeah, you, and battery. you can buy the the one that goes for like eight hours or something crazy. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and then you know, yeah, Canon no, kills them when it comes they, to that. Man, Canon's which batteries. Which do you like better, the 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 S or the R on the Sony? Well, see, for us, I prefer the R because of photos. We do more photo work than we right, do video. Yeah. Um, our video stuff is mainly, um, we don't really hunt with the good cameras like you guys do. We Because we're not really going for that route. So our thing is we, we'll hunt with GoPros. Uh, we used to try to do that, but we don't have a camera guy, so it's a little more tricky. <laughs> so we'll use like a lot of GoPro, a lot of Sony action cameras. We just saw one, actually. It's funny we're talking about this. Hand, those handy cams we got aren't bad. We just saw this little one. It's called the Z camera E1 Mini 4K exchangeable. It's a uh, four thirds, 
but it's it's only 200 bucks on B&H right now, which is a steal. It's 500 on, on uh, Amazon. It's like a Black Friday deal. But um, it's a little camera. Wow. It's tiny. It's actually made for like, you know, you could put like a, a con- you know, you could probably put an adapter and put a Canon glass on it. But it's, a, it's, it's made for, you know, little action stuff. But from a DSLR perspective, you know, it's tiny. So we're just like, yeah, maybe we should just pick one up. 200 bucks ain't bad. You know what I mean? Just to have it as hey. a, something to use. Yeah, throw it and probably throw it anywhere, yeah. not like a GoPro. Who knows? Maybe you can even link it to your phone and turn it on. I don't know. There was one time in where we had so many GoPros. We there was I'd be in sets and with a GoPro remote, and I turn on like six GoPros at once, and it was pretty cool. But you know, it still never gave you that really good look, like a you know a cinematic look, which like you're saying, you know, the red gl- the glass and things like that do play a huge role. Um, and being on TV and stuff, it's important, you know, you got to have that look and Heartland Bowhunter doesn't mess around. That's the kind of look they would have, you know, and obviously right. if they're producing it, that's what they're going to want you to do or else they don't want to put their name on it, which I don't blame them because they do amazing work. Um, right. but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so that's cool. So the filming part's awesome. That's always exciting. And, uh, let's talk about, um, real quick on your website. I was just about to look at that. I was going to talk about some of your partners. Now, are you guys working with Mossy Oak? We do, yeah. Okay, that bottom land looks pretty sweet, man. I was impressed. Yeah, that's, it's an old <laughs> pattern, but we just kind of, you know, Mossy Oak and Mossy Oak Gamekeepers uh, was our first real sponsors, and, uh, you know, we just kind of uh, adopted that brand, and that, and they've, you know, we've embraced each other, and it's been it's been a great partnership, but, you know, Mossy Oak Gamekeepers is all about the, the Mossy Oak bottom land. Not the new bottom land, but the, the OG, the original bottom yeah. land, and, and we just, we love it. It, it, it looks good, and... Uh, it blends with everything, so we said, you know what? If, if if we can, let's just that's all we want to wear. So that's what we try to wear most of the time, and we kind of want to, you know, uh, uh, so align our brand with that pattern. We just I just think like I just think that's so exciting that you bring back a camo that's from like the '80s, right? Maybe even right. Before, I don't remember the year, but let's just say the '80s, and it's so popular now that it actually works still. Like you take you go out there. And there's no problem. Realtree did one too. They yeah. brought back their old camo. Mosso yep. brought their old camo back, and people are wearing them. Like and it, it works. It's impressive. Well, what's, you what's know, old is new again. Yeah, everything yeah. comes back around, and we're seeing that with camo. Who would have ever thought? You know, because every yeah. one or two years, Realtree and Mossy Oak are, are launching this new camo, and now the most popular camos that both of them have are are ones that they did. You know, twenty. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, ones that my dad just got rid of, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> three years ago. I still have my paisley print ties in the things so in case, uh, in case that comes. Back. Right, everybody, the, everybody's dead. If your dad doesn't throw away his camo, you can go in his closet and you will find. Yeah, get the one piece walls. <laughs> that's what I was, I was telling my cameraman over the weekend. You know, I was like, you ever wore coveralls? He's like, no. I was like, I'm hoping somebody brings these back. One piece, you just go yeah. jump in it, zip it up, and you're good to go. Just just don't fart. Yeah. <laughs> what about, uh, you guys still working with Dead Ringer? We are. Yep. Well, that's we exciting. The Broadheads yep. or? Yep, the Broadheads, bow slings, bow cases. You cool. Know, we don't, we're, we're not shooting their sights, we're shooting sword sights, but... You know their brand's growing. It's exciting. They're doing a yeah. lot of cool stuff. You know they, um, they're making a lot of good products, and they should, and they have such a wide range of broadheads that, you know, to be honest, I've shot probably five different broadheads this year at, at does and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm just trying to play, you know, figure out which one I like the best. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of variety, and uh, that's why I was asking. We we use some of those this year too. We had a lot of people kill some stuff with those, so it's pretty exciting to. Um, 
see that. And that's why I was asking too, you know, because they have a site. That's why I asked. I was like, oh, I wonder which what products because they sell. But I love that bow case. Dude. What do you think of that case, huh? Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Wow. I love the one that they had last year. And we've given a bunch of them away, you know, just through social media. They sent us a bunch of them to give away. But their, their new one is awesome. I mean, I'm, you know, obviously travel with a hard case, but I've never really used a soft case until these guys sent me that. My bow stays in there. It's yeah, just, I'm the same way. I never used a soft protected. case till that. It's Man. not heavy. That thing you keep all amazing. your gear in the pockets. Such a Best great case. case I've ever had. It is. So Bottomlands, that's exciting, man. I, I I just think it's so cool to bring back an old pattern like that and how good it's done. Um, pretty impressive, really. I was just like, man, that they're able to do that. Um, anyway. Right, and it's simple, you know, and that's kind of what, you know, the the popular patterns right now. You know, you look at those guys, like QU or Sitka, you know, the mm-hmm. patterns are relatively simple. They don't have a lot of things going on, and, and that, that's what, what, it's what people like now, which is just kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, as non-simple as this world is right now, you know, these simple patterns are, are what everybody's kind of, um, you know, a bit gravitating to. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. What Tell us about this uh, advanced tree stands. You know, I haven't really used those. I've seen them, um, and I know they look really cool, um, but they're tell us, I guess, a little bit about them. Yeah, they're all about hanging the stem, you know. It's uh, the safest tree stand you'll ever own. That's, you know, that's their motto. And you go in, you hang the stem, and then you just... Once you hang the stem, you can hang it, you know, it's very safe to hang. It's very light. You put a little bungee around the tree, then you, you put the ratchets in there, ratchet them up, and then you just pull the platform up, pull the seat up, and just fasten it right to it. So it's it's one of those yeah. things that if you hunt by yourself a lot or you hunt public land, and you know, that's the stand for you. You can, yeah. hmm. you can hang it all by yourself. It's easy. And, you know, what a lot of people are doing, they're, you know, we're hunting public land. They're just buying a bunch of the stems, hanging the stems up, and, um, you know, locking them in, and then they'll just carry the platform in when they go on a backpack or whatever. And Smart. Boom, crawl up, and you're there. You know, it's a lot easier than carrying us the whole setup, or, or a lot yeah. easier than carrying a you know a, a climber two miles back in the woods. The seat looks pretty comfy. Is it comfy? <clears throat> it is. It is. They made some new designs on them this year or last year, and they actually have a you know the fold down kind of uh, that air ride seat or whatever they're calling. Yeah. It. So it's it's comfy. That's cool. Yeah, that's really neat, man. It looks great. I love the design they did on them too. It looks like a like a whole bunch of cool patterns. The holes in it. Is that like aluminum? Is it like aluminum? It looks light. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's steel. You know, it's metal okay. or whatever. But they they I think they're working on an aluminum um, prototype. But it's a good stand, safe stand. You know, that's for yeah. sure. Where are they out of? What state are they out of? Arkansas. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen my ATA a couple times. They've got, but, uh, got some new products coming out, so pretty cool deal. CVA, I see you have on here. That looks fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, man, we just, just signed <laughs> up with those guys. That was kind of one of our uh, – we had a wish list starting out. You know, if we could ever work with the CVA, you know, it, CVA and Bergara Rifles, that was our – that was our the ones we really wanted to work with, and it finally worked out, and uh, we signed a deal with those guys last year. And um, we actually just shot my, uh, my buck with one Friday. We had ours. Uh, they sent us some stocks. They sent them to Mossy Oak, and we had them dipped in the bottomlands, cool. and we just put them on them. So they're pretty cool, kind of a custom gun, and it's a it shoots like a rifle. It really does. I've shot all muzzle loaders, and you know I got seems like one of each over the years. Yeah. But these, uh, I really love them. I'm shooting a heavier bullet, heavier than I ever thought I would shoot. But uh, they're flying good. They're patterned good. You know they got these super light triggers. It's it's amazing how far muzzle loaders have came. Oh yeah. It's yeah. a long way, man. It's been 
And I was going to say, some of these, some of these, uh, um, I'm looking at their website right now, but some of them, I've heard these names before. They've been around. And I think it's interesting when you look at gun companies compared to bow companies. Bow companies have to change constantly, whereas a gun company actually can hold the same gun for a long time. Um, right. The yeah. 870. How long has the 870 been around from Remington, for God's sakes, right? Right. Um, <clears throat> there's a ton of and, them. And they stay relevant, you know. A bow, you just, a lot of people have to change their bows every year. You don't have to, you know, but they definitely don't last forever. But a gun, you know, it seems like everybody's got their first gun or a gun their dad handed to them, down mm-hmm. to them. So yeah, that is a little nicer aspect about the firearm industry, I guess. Is yeah. It doesn't as fastly changing as, a, as the archery. Oh, my gosh. Illinois was good to us this weekend. Look at this monster. Holy cow! How big is this deer? He was uh, one sixty three. He was a uh, he was a good deer. He he didn't have the tallest tines, but he had like six and a half inch faces. He was eighteen and a half inches inside spread. So he uh, his tallest Holy tine was cow. I think nine and a half inches. So he was really a uh, he had a big frame. He just um, I, I've actually you know been fighting people all day. I posted a photo this morning. Oh man, you're sitting too far away from the deer. I'm like, man, I'm holding the rack. Oh, come on. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> we just had a big, yeah, we just we just had big talk about this. <laughs> Complainers yeah. are so annoying. They they just they just hate on you and hate on you. And at the end of the day, you know. Dude, just, that was definitely inside of a fence though, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I haven't gotten that one. Yet. One guy's like, hey, man, you need to be proud of that deer. Grab it by both horns and hold it up. And I, I was like, man, I just posted one where I was holding both his horns Saturday. And then one guy, and finally I just said, I'm sorry you don't like it. What do you want me to do, take it down? Did you get, did you, or did you get caught yelling at your camera guy really loud? Uh, not lately. <laughs> not lately, man. Did, dude, I have to say. had a bad week. Yeah, I have to say, though, this, uh, this camel looks sick on that gun. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is. It does look good, man. That looks so cool. Where can, where can I get that one? I was like, well, it's kind of a custom deal, but mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, CVA will get a lot of uh, yeah. good feedback from that. They'll, so they'll CVA, that when CVA sends you that gun, did, did you put that sticker on there, or did they send it like that? No, I put the sticker on there. Okay, I was just curious how they do their marketing, if it comes, like, you know, prep. Because I'll see guns, like, you know, um, a lot on TV shows, yeah. and they'll have like lo- big logos on them, yeah. you know, like big. Like Shockies does. And yeah, like across the yeah. barrel and stuff where you see the logos. I just didn't know if that was something that usually the companies do or, or you guys put on your own. Pretty yeah, no, cool. we did that. I uh, They sent me some stickers, and, and you know, I said, I don't know how it's going to look on this bottom land. And when I put it on there, it really popped. I was like, man, I like that a lot. So, and plus, you know, all muzzleloaders kind of look, they're not like bows, you know. They're all somewhat similar looking, you know, at 10 foot away. So it kind of shows off the brand. and. Um, able to fly the flag a little better. So that buck um, that you shot in Illinois is that on your land or is that like did you go an outfitter or how, how, where, no? It's on it's on my land. I've had a farm. I've owned in Pike County, Illinois, for about four years, and uh, oh, southern Southern Pike County, and it's just, it's getting a little better every year. Some outfitters owned it, and it, it was a uh, it had a long way to go, and we've been leaving the food on it. And, uh, you know that deer, I hadn't had a lot of pictures of him this year. He was kind of a non-typical last year. I had like two beams on one side, and he straightened up, which is really weird. Yeah. You don't see that straighten up Huge. much. And, and uh, he, a doe came out. Um, and she was acting kind of funny. I said, "Man, I think she may have a buck with her." And I looked up, and this guy's there. And I was just I about fell out of my, <laughs> fell out of the box. <laughs> and we were sitting in, and and it was a long shot. It's probably the longest shot I've ever made on a buck with a muzzleloader. Um, and I just got lucky. I'm not gonna lie, it was a lucky shot, and he dropped, and and it was 
it was been a long rut, and when that happened, it, <clears> it <throat> really felt good. We we had a good feeling for a while. Wow, that buck's beautiful. How now, much does he weigh? He weighed like two hundred twenty-five pounds. Yeah, I was, was going to say that's a, that's a big, that's a nice buck, man. Yeah, it was did, pretty wore down. Did um now how much land are we talking here? How many acres? Um, you know, between what what I own and what we lease, and you know, the kind of the co-op there that we've all compiled, we got about fifteen hundred acres there. So cool. we're, wow. we're trying now, to. What's the limit? What's the minimum you can shoot, like size wise? What's the? You guys have yeah. a rule or something? Nah, not really. I mean, we're all about age. You know, we're all yeah. we true. We try to be five and a half and older. You know, and and I I drew back on a deer my neighbor actually killed him on sunday morning but i drew back on a seven point in bow season and i would gladly put my tag on but he was probably you know 120 inches but he's yeah. just old just big yeah. beefy deer but that's that's what i like i like yeah. the old deer man i don't yeah. i don't i mean score is nice you kill a big buck that's awesome but you know when i kill them six seven eight year old bucks that's when i really feel you know it's personal personal gratification yeah. i guess you could say and that's what i tell everybody just <laughs> shoot what makes you happy you know you got you can't Rome wasn't built in a day. If you if you see a nice eight point, nice six point, whatever, and that's what makes you happy, put your tag on him. You know. What What do you look for to make to make him that you know that he's an older deer? Well, I'll start off by saying that every year I realize I know less about aging deer than I ever did, ever, <laughs> yeah. ever have before. So really, the only way, and people say, "Oh man, I killed this deer. It's a new farm." It's, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, whatever, they don't know. It's just a total stab in the dark. And the only way to truly know is to document that deer all the way back from two or three years old. Because on my Illinois farm, it's bluffs. Those deer are muscled up. All the three-year-olds, every deer, it's almost like some of the two-year-olds look for. They're muscled up in the rut. The testosterone's flowing. And, and they all look like that. And then once I start looking back at pictures on before, I was like, oh, my gosh, this was a three-year-old. I thought he was a, a five-year-old deer. So we just base off pictures. Now, that being said, if a deer shows up, and but we don't have history of him, but he looks mature, you know, yeah, we're going to whack him. Um, just based off, yeah. you know, looking for that big brisket, the, you know, the sausage yeah. roll on their neck. But usually that big head, yeah. you know, the big head and the rounded rump is what give us a, what give them away. Okay. You know, Jeff, the, the whole time I'm sitting here listening to this, looking at this photo, I can't help but think of this amazing episode you could do on, you know, a guy like myself who has not shot a big bug <laughs> in Illinois. And then you're like, hey, oh, come on in, Dave. And you see this plane ticket. I can film all the portions in Detroit and then meet you in Illinois. And then you can get me to shoot a 130. I'd be like, oh, my God, I shot a 130. Oh, yeah. And then you'd be like, yeah, dude, okay. My, uh, my old um, 130 <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and that farm's getting that way, man. It, 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 it used to be where you know we could, you know, I was letting some buddies go hunt on it and stuff like that. And it's like, hey, just go shoot whatever, you know. But now it's getting to be where it's getting some pretty good deer. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and it's not Iowa yet, but it's getting close. And it's like we just have to we're monitoring it a little better. And you know, I got yeah. some good neighbors. I really do. You know, so that's at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Your land's only going to be as good as your neighbors. Yeah, and the people you're. For sure, and that good episode, you know, that episode, yeah, just getting that random it. dude on there. He's never been on. He's a head of a website that's one of the largest. Give I mean, it up, man. Dude. How sweet uh, would that, that sounds be? Sounds like a plan, man. We got we got to plan it up. Then he's missing he shots at twenty five years. He knows the Heartland bow hunters is perfect. Um, yeah, just leave just leave that crossbow at home. Right? <laughs> that's no problem. So um, no, they you can actually shoot a crossbow in in 
Illinois now year round. They changed that, and um, hmm. also you could bow hunt the firearm season. You had to use your gun tag, but it's the first time ever. So this was like huh. monumental. People have been screaming for this for years, and it finally happened. You know, as far as being able to archery hunt. Listen, Jeff. In the gun season. I will. I'll use whatever bow you want. Come look at our studio. I got every model you can imagine. We're ready to go. Let's do this. <laughs> that sounds good, man. We'll plan it up. We'll plan it up. I'm going to hold them to that. So you people watch and know it. Anyway, okay, so um, the DVD, you mentioned it earlier. Now, when can people start getting the DVDs? I think what I'm going to do, it probably won't be ready to ship until next week, but I think I'm going to go ahead and add it to the website, and that way people can buy it on Black Friday. We sell a lot of a ton of stuff, you know, we're about to run a big sale this weekend. So I think I'm going to go ahead and make it available for sale. It just won't ship until it comes in. So, uh, it, it, we're getting close. I mean, it's, they're being printed right now. Oh my gosh. I just noticed you guys got a sweet mossy oak bottomland coffee cup now. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, cooler. yeah, man. That's we're bottomlands everything. Yeah, that I'm is so bottomlands cool. underwear. That is seriously so cool. Oh my gosh. Even the hoodie. Wow. This is really cool. Your store is looking good, man. I'm impressed with the store. Thanks, thanks, man. Yeah, we like medium. Yeah, kinda... Okay, hold on. Oh, here we go. Two oh, XL. Yeah, that, that one sold out. That bottom lens hoodie. We Make did sh- just like a limited edition. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Well, you can get medium. You, you know, lay off the beer. I can't and... do medium. <laughs> Are you crazy? Lay off the snacks. You know. Yeah. yeah, it's the almonds. I eat too many almonds. I don't think oh, it's yeah. almonds. I love my almonds. <laughs> no boom says almonds don't don't make you fat, but I don't know, man. I eat a lot of them. I, I some know. protein. Some protein. Yeah. You gotta have the protein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So I just want to make sure I covered that. So the DVD now. So the DVD will be available on the your shop, correct? On the website, thelindsayway.com. Right. Okay. So I make sure right. I got that cover for you guys. Um, so that's exciting, man. And if you're ever in Michigan, please feel free to call us. We'd love to have you stop by and check out the studio and do a live, you know, podcast. Would be even better. That's always fun. Just sit down and yeah. have oh, some yeah, bear chili. Cool. Have some Canadian bear chili. And talk right, some. Yeah, I seen where y'all did that a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, Bud Fisher came here and we had we had a and it's funny because he's from Canada. That's hilarious. So he comes here like, yeah, this is Canadian bear chili. And he's like, oh yeah, it's bear like being brats home. And all that. Bear brats. We had the whole spread here in the studio. I have never eaten bear. I've oh, never eaten so you would love it, man. It's unbelievable. Really? Huh. It's way better than you would think. Like I, we, I ate it for like every meal. It was seriously <laughs> like whole year. It is so good. Like we put it. No, I let Kevin talk. He's the cook here. Well, it, it just uh, picture venison, but it it has its own fat. You don't, you know, it's it's not right, dry at all. Makes the best like chili and stews and stuff like that. And uh, and uh, the back straps are every bit as good as uh, as venison back straps, but a little really? more a little more juicy. You just gotta make sure you. You, you want to cook them well. You don't want to leave, you know, cook them, you know, where there's a lot of raw or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, because they kind of have their own fat. That is, you know, the only complaint about venison that, you know, you just have to add a little pork or beef fat if you like, if you like that, yeah. you know, a little more fatty taste. But, um, so bear already has it. Yeah, you don't have to add anything to bear. And, yeah. uh, you know, they're, you know, like they're natural feeding, you know, for the most part, black bear are eating berries and, grasses and stuff like that so they're natural feeding and you know not something you can get in a grocery store no right yeah not, not that for sure yeah. i have to try that it's been man probably 15 years since i shot the one bear that i killed and um i don't even remember what happened to me the guy had had it and i don't remember 
it's been so long. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so good, man. Like I was impressed, and you know the bear brats blew me away. Um, was it I, a spring or a fall kill? Fall. Fall. Yeah. Fall. Oh. I wonder if that matters. Uh, no, actually, I just killed a spring bear this year. And, Did you uh, eat it yet? Yeah, yeah, we've tried it, and uh, it doesn't seem to be any different at all. There's less meat because yeah. you know they come out of the yeah. hibernation; they're not as uh, they're not as big. But the coats are beautiful. Yeah. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I just did the first time I did a spring bear hunt this year up in uh, Val d'Or, Quebec, Canada. And uh, it was beautiful. And uh, Kevin's, Kevin's retired. He goes on a lot of hunts. He's kind of like you, <laughs> able to hunt all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except, yeah, some days, you know. Except, uh, except I'm getting old. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that was, a, that was a nice, beautiful spring hunt. And uh, I've eaten some of that bear already. And... It's every bit as good as the fall bear that I've killed. Well, we're going to go on a, another bear hunt eventually. You know, if, wherever I go, I'd love to go. I went up in, I think um, it was, uh, gosh, New Brunswick when I shot my first bear. And I would love to go shoot one, you know, get a color phase black bear. I know that's asking a lot, but I think that would be awesome. To yeah, get, a, you know, a blonde or cinnamon rug, something like that. Yeah, I got. I have one, but it's only about. It was only about a hundred pounds, but it was. <laughs> it was my black bear is not big at all. My dad killed a Pope and Young bear, skull measure exactly eighteen inches, and my bear and I shot it. And they had, and I was a kid, and they told me, you know, hey, uh, you hear him death roar or whatever, and you, you you line him up on the barrel. That's how you tell how big he is. And we get over there to my bear, and I said, hey, it, and it was laying right there. So this is not my bear. Something has eaten my bear or killed this bear and mine's gone this is not mine was, i mean it was like a spike of a bear you know so uh, sounds like dave's bear yeah, yeah. you let the when you, when you shoot them it lets the air out of them yeah that's exactly like a balloon yep yeah i couldn't believe it, it man was, it was a it was a, a different experience yeah. you know i'd never been around bears and so it was it was cool but i was and i wasn't disappointed i was tickled pink i killed one i was just like it's not my bear yeah. yeah, it was weird. I have it too. It is hard to size them. Very yeah. hard. We have, we even have a small bear cub hat that I have to wear. They say, but I ain't wearing it. But it, it says yeah, you're wearing the honor, little poo bear. Winnie, Winnie the Pooh hat. Now, yeah. do you guys get bears to hunt up there? Uh, yes, Michigan does have bear, and we we're just talking about that earlier on the different podcasts. But I have enough points now where I can pull a bear tag for the Upper Peninsula, and, and Kevin's got friends that have land up in there um, and to to do the bear hunts, but. Um, we uh you got to pull points so but we we mainly hunt in canada for bear because it's not too far from here we just drive north about 10 hours compared to about six hours to the up of michigan and then in michigan you know there's big black bears here it's just they're a little bit harder i mean canada's got more that's for sure a little bit easier i say hunting bear in canada is like hunting deer in michigan they 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 don't have many deer but they got bear all over the place everywhere right we have no deer, though. You we, don't see any deer there. We went just to uh, White River, Ontario, and the people were begging us just come back and shoot some more because the bears were breaking into their houses. and Really, that many of them. If you could time it perfectly, you could go up there and fish in the day and bear hunt in the evening, that would be. Oh, yeah. Like well, we do that. Trip. Yeah, we do that. We got a lot of, a lot of good fishing up there, too. Uh, that's cool. That was nice about uh, the Quebec one, too. Uh, it was the spring fishing and... Uh, the walleye were just starting to bite and the pike and everything. It was pretty good. I fished in the day and 
bear hunted at night. Yeah, that was that was. Good. I, I had a great time. We were up no, there. I mean, fun. we had a great. We do our camp was huge. We had like. How many hunters were there, would you say? At least 15? Yeah. It was crazy. We had two, Kevin's okay. had an RV, so we had this big RV. We had, like, a hotel area. We had another, RV, like, a big camper that was about the same size, and there's all these guys, and we had these big food thing. It was a lot of fun. Like, it was a good time, and everybody got a bear, pretty much. It was, like, a 100% kill rate, which was crazy. Yeah. 15 out of 16, and the one that didn't take it but had didn't passed on three bears that he could have shot. Oh, but. my goodness. Were they all straight up black? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, Kevin got. Oh a brown no, no, one. I got a, I got a cinnamon, cinnamon. that year. Yeah, that was my cinnamon bear. Yeah, that was beautiful. It's it's not huge; it's about as big as mine, but it was cinnamon. So, but it was. Uh, they said that it's in Ontario. There's very few. Yeah. Cinnamon. They say maybe one in a thousand or something like that, or even more. Whoa, that is rare. That's yeah, they, in fact, uh, outfitter when I shot it, you know, he hadn't. He's been doing it for years and years and years, and it's his first one that he had. He, even though it was small, he was excited because it was a cinnamon. And I, yeah. I sat there and watched it for 20 minutes and said, you know what, I'll probably never see another cinnamon bear. I'm taking this thing. And, and, and he, I guess I just hunt over bait and go out and put out beaver and donuts yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's about the only way to kill them, really, with a bow, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Frosting, and if you do go, make sure you get peanut butter. Yeah, mm. secret ingredient. <laughs> peanut butter. Huh? Yeah. Peanut butter. We put everything, K-Cups, you name it. it was I, I hunted all four days and got it like the last five minutes the, of light. Dude, so the last... I almost went home with nothing. It was unbelievable. The last the last hunt, Jamie's the only one didn't get a deer. I'm sorry, a bear. And so he took a whole garbage bag out there. And and that was... <laughs> he's like, he's throwing stuff out there. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm trying everything. A dozen donuts, Canadian candy bars. So yeah, funny. everybody talks about what they bait them for. I'm like, I'm gonna be down there eating them. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> the donuts. That's too funny. All right, Jeff. Well, hey man, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it for coming back on this year, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next year, and uh, you know, see how this everything pans out for you and everything. So uh, check out thelindsayway.com to learn more about Jeff and uh, his show, and you can uh, you know on their website buy the DVDs, get some sweet sweet apparel and shirts and hats and uh, cups. And Jeff, thanks for sending those hats to us last time. Appreciate that. I still have those, so thank you. And uh, thanks again, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good luck to you all the rest of the season. Thank you. You too, Thank man. you, too. All right, we'll God see you, man. Bye. All right, see you all. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.